0: You're listening to Pimelo Moutini on SAFM.
1: Thanks so much for staying with us. It's 11 minutes after one o'clock. This is Life Happens. My name is Pimela Mottene. Now, a couple of days ago, the word on the street was that there will be no water in the Sandton branch at the Gautrain station. And uh, there was a lot of banter. In fact, the city of Johannesburg, Mayor Herman Mashaba came out guns blazing, say. In fact, there are major, major problems with the lease, the lease, the land lease of the tenant, um, the people that are sitting, the Sandton Gautrain station people. They're called City Park, uh, Cedar Park. I beg your pardon. And there's a big dispute. So I'm going to try and unpack this because, as we sit right now, they were given two weeks to pay their bill. The bill was eight million rand. They're eight, they're owing eight million rand to the city. What the city then has decided to do is to cut off their cut off their water. Obviously, inconveniencing you, the consumer, people who are uh, you know who use Centen Station to to move between one part to another using the Gautrain station. They are nowhere near a uh, conclusion of this situation. The The commuters remain, you know, they, they, they're disgruntled and the commuters remain um, being the ones who have to live with no water in that area, in the vicinity. So we want to get to the bottom of this. We've asked the city of Johannesburg to come and explain to us how far they are with the agreement. There is some conversations between them, how far they are. It seems a little bit hostile, but Tony Taverna Turisan is on the line with us, who's a spokesperson of the mayor of the city of Johannesburg. Tony, thanks very much for joining us this afternoon.
0: Good afternoon, Pamelo, and good afternoon to all your listeners.
1: Okay. I don't know if I've got the entire story. Maybe you can assist us with exactly what is at the heart of this dispute, apart from the 8 million rand.
0: Mm.
1: Pamelo, so during
0: during our preparations for the court case with regards to the billing issue, mm. um, the city has new damning evidence has come to light, and Member Shaba has water for forensic investigation. Essentially, the city of Joburg entered into a sale agreement with Cedar Park back in 2009 in which the city would sell the land for 280 million rand to this entity, which is heavily linked to regiment capital. Thereafter, the city, the Chancellor was only registered in 2013, four years later. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But what was really frightening was the fact that the 280 million rand was not paid to the city, but rather the city issued Cedar Park with a bond to the value of 280 million rand,
1: this which is goes against
0: the law of the country This well. is interesting.
1: So what you're saying is that in as much as there was an agreement for sale, what ended up happening is that the city itself financed the actual sale for the person who was wishing to buy.
0: That is correct. Hmm. That is correct. And one has to ask from that as well, why on earth would the city finance the sale of its own land? Mm. So there's a lot of things that are highly suspicious in this matter, and it's why a full forensic investigation has now been launched. What is quite shocking as well is that since that date that the transfer was made in 2013, mm-hmm. the city has not been paid one single cent, whether for the bond payment or for the payment of rates and services on that piece of land.
1: So can so- I just ask you, Tony, before you go ahead? Do we know what the terms of the sale were? So you're saying nothing has been paid yet. This was a bond (laughs) arrangement, very strange arrangement between the two parties. But do we know in paper what exactly the terms of this agreement was? Was it a standard sale on paper?
0: So it would appear that the city allowed for a suspensive clause to be introduced. So there's been talk for a number of years about high-rise buildings to be built on top of the Samson-Caltrain station. Mm -hmm. The suspensive clause essentially said that the developer, being Cedar Park, would not have to pay the city a cent of that bond until such time as those units had been built on top of the Gautren station yeah, yeah. and that they were being sold onto third parties, so the sectional titles. So that who who, who would be, be
1: responsible for the building of those high-rise uh, units on top of the actual um, uh, Gautren property?
0: It would be Cedar Park as the owner of the land. And it would appear that Cedar Park then went and got a separate um, mortgage for, to the value of 4.2 billion rand to then develop the land on top. However, that bond was never realized.
1: So let me ask you this question. So the city park could delay development of these high rise uh, units at the top for ever and ever our men. Nobody would hold them account for that. Is there a, a time in which they should have done this?
0: And look, at this stage, we're still trying to find out this information for ourselves and hence the forensic investigation. Okay. It would appear that there was some timeline by which they had submitted development plans. Mm-hmm. However, I cannot confirm that at this stage. Mm. But with regards to the sell-on of land on top, which would mean that they start paying the city of Joburg, mm. it would appear that there was an indefinite period. So the wow. city essentially gave away land on prime real estate in Sandton, the richest square mile in Africa. But on top of that, received no value whatsoever because it was essentially donated to, donated to Cedar Park and told, develop in your own time and we'll, you'll eventually
1: pay us back. That. Hmm. Okay, that's one portion of the problem. Why on earth would they not be at least paying for services? So if you and I are responsible for paying services in your own, very humble corner of wherever you're living, why would we then excuse them from paying services?
0: Exactly, and that's exactly how this matter originated because we, had, we introduced a program called Operation Buyantet or Bring Back the Law two years ago, which specifically targets um, people that are not paying for their rates and services mm. within the city of Joburg. It's been massively successful, and we've been able to collect over 2 billion rand that the city previously wasn't generating over this period. Yeah. But in this, we realized that, the, that Cedar Park was not paying the city since transfer of the land in 2013. <laughs> Now, Cedar Park alleged that there was some commitment from the Johannesburg Property Company that they would endeavour to get a rates rebate for the company so that they would not be, not um, have to pay for ransom services. Now, this obviously goes against the law as well. So the JPC has informed that they did, in fact, go back to Cedar Park and tell them that they would not be able to waive these costs. And that's why this is the, the, these costs have been generated. Now, the city two months ago gave Cedar Park final notice um, of payment, otherwise the, otherwise the city would have no option but to terminate the services. And Cedar Park sat on this notice for the past two months. Now suddenly when we cut the water, they want to take us to court on this matter. But the city of Joburg is more than happy to defend this matter because at the end of the day, we cannot condone um, the non payment of such services, especially from our corporate clients. And as you've highlighted, our residents on a monthly basis are having to fork out their hard-earned money to cover for these property rates and services.
1: Do we know if this is the ice, iso- the only isolated case in the city? Do we know if there's any other is- uh, uh, case like this?
0: This is the only. Th- this one in particular is rather staggering and would be linked to the state capture inquiry as well, given that it links regiment capital mm. and the amounts of money involved over here. However, we have noticed that a lot of corporations were not were not properly paying for their services, and this is why we've come up with this Operation Buian Teto. Mm. Ultimately, the city's interest is ensuring that we receive that revenue for property rates and for services such as water, electricity and refuse rem- removal. Because what our residents need to understand is that when we are budgeting for service delivery, we budget based on revenue generation mm. forecasts. Mm. So ultimately, for us to be able to service our residents, we rely on generating the money that, we need, um, that is billed to them on a monthly basis.
1: I'm going to ask you to hold and I'm going to ask for calls to come in because this is actually infuriating. 0891-104-207 that the city has literally given away land worth estimate of 200 million for free. I mean, I could put my hand up and say, well, why don't you bond my property that you're giving for me to the city as well? I mean, I also want property. So, all of us, if they can do it, we are all entitled to getting free bonds from the city and being handed over places and not pay rates and taxes. I want to hear how you feel about this. 0891 104 207. We'll be back with more on this discussion. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. We continue with our conversation and I'm talking to spokesperson of the mayor of the city of Johannesburg, Tony Taverna Tirisan. And we are talking about a rather complex and bizarre case where uh, the owners, what are now the owners of a property where the Gautrain Santon branch sits. Uh, City Park is the name of the property, Cedar Cedar Park, I beg your pardon, is the name of the property owners, were essentially handed over this property um, worth about 200 million by the city. It was transferred in 2013. And from (laughs) to date, nobody's paid rates and taxes. Nobody has paid anything a cent towards this particular loan that um, was granted to them uh, in ownership of this property. I mean, the whole thing is bizarre in itself. So we are now here, Tony, the city has decided to cut off uh, water. Does it mean that electricity is still on? Is that is that an ESCOM issue, separate issue?
0: Yes, the is. A, that's correct. It's a separate issue because the the Sandton grid is linked directly okay. to Eskom. All right, so that would be a, a separate account.
1: Are you still collecting rubbish?
0: Yes, we are. We are. We are of course collecting rubbish. So this is specifically to do with to do with the water connection.
1: Okay, but now how do you make the distinction? Why do you take away one service or not the other?
0: Ultimately, the law allows for the city to introduce credit control measures mm-hmm. to try and force the, the defaulting client to pay their services. Mm. In the specific case, the, the best approach in ensuring that the debt is paid to the city is with regards to the water connection.
1: Okay. So it's it's really to your discretion. We to also it's too sure
0: that it's there's still a safe environment. Yes. Um, and to allow for rubbish to collect on the streets outside the yeah. station would not be any, okay. would not be a wise decision.
1: No, no, no okay. It makes perfect sense to me. There now is a court case. Uh, Cedar Park is now taking you to court. What 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 are they alleging?
0: Correct. So Cedar Park is alleging that they do not have to pay, which is absolutely absurd because this is a private company. They took us to court, however the city is very concerned that they are given that they can't even pay for their rates and services. Mm. And new evidence came to light that Cedar Park is actually current A liquidation proceedings are being brought against Cedar Park next month. Um, We were very concerned that Cedar Park would not even be able to cover the cost of this this application. Mm. Therefore, the city brought in an urgent application as well, seeking security for costs. Mm. Security of costs are specifically to ensure that should the, should the applicant lose their case, mm. that there is money to be paid for that court, court action. Mm-hmm. Cedar Park then agreed to pay 1 million rand in security of costs. Mm-hmm. However, when the court came back to sit last week Friday, they were still unable to produce this 1 million rand. The judge of the High Court was quite scathing and has now given Cedar Park 20 days to pay the 1 million rand in security of costs, failing which the city can bring an application to dismiss their application.
1: Tony, I mean, it, it feels straightforward, but it's not really straightforward. because, no. Because essentially, legally, Cedar Park actually is right. If the agreement is such that it was anyway in their favour and it stated that they shouldn't be paying, actually they're right. Which brings it back to your court. How do you then manage all of that if the corruption was internal?
0: Correct. So this is exactly why we have to have this forensic investigation. And I think it's important to, to highlight that this obviously did happen prior to Mayor Herman Mashaba's term in office, and he is taking decisive action here. However, at the end of the day, and the, the one thing I want to say as well, Premier, because you referred to the 280 million rand, mm. but even that is hugely devalued. Mm. When you look at the surrounding properties, mm. the Michelangelo, Michelangelo Hotel, the Nelson Mandela Square, Stanton City, the shopping mall, Mm. those are valued at ten billion rand. (laughs) They were looking at making billions of rand off of this development (laughs) at which the city was gonna benefit what um, was not going to benefit at all. Wow. So there are many questions that need to be answered here. But at the end of the day, we are, the mayor has been decisive in saying we are bringing back the rule of law in the city of these kind of This kind of action will never be condoned on this administration. And therefore, we have to look at ways in which... So the current dilemma that we are facing is how do we look at possibly reversing the sale of this land to Cedar Park given all these discrepancies, given all of these issues? And what we are facing now, which is an even greater challenge, the fact that one of Cedar Park's creditors are bringing an application for the company to be liquidated, mm. for, um, for, mm. for the listeners essentially declaring the company bankrupt, mm. the city could essentially lose this opportunity to get back this land, because ultimately that land would then be sold on to satisfy all the creditors that Cedar Park might have accrued over this time. <laughs>
1: Tony, it goes beyond this kind of semantic because then it becomes a political issue. You you made the point very clearly that this was the administration of the ANC before you, the DA, came in. And again, I'm still asking, legally – it still is a City of Joburg issue. What does this then mean for you yes. as a city of Joburg and politically, what does it mean if you are now looking in your forensics and you're going to point at, well, in fact, city was not us before this happened?
0: Yes. Well, at the end of the day, we have to be honest with our residents, and that's the one thing. So whether it happened under the previous administration or the current administration, we have to be this is this is government at the end of the day. It is public service. And ultimately, we are serving the residents of our city. We need to take them into our confidence and tell them the challenges we are facing. But it's important for the public to know how deep-rooted the corruption was within the city of Johannesburg and the enormous task we now have of trying to turn around the city to ensure that we can deliver quality services to our residents and at all times put their interests first. In this specific case, there is no doubt that the city was giving away its rights. They did not do something in the best interest of the city or its residents. But now the task that we face is how do we correct this unlawful action and ensure that we protect the vested interests of the city? Well, And you ultimately, even yeah. if those rights had been signed away initially, if mm. the city had made commitments to say, we will endeavor mm. to see reductions on your, on your monthly bills. That's a, that is not that is not saying there will be no accounts being paid to you. And ultimately, JPT did not have any right to make such a commitment, and they were told so by revenue. It was their job to then tell, tell Cedar Park that they would not be able to get any of these rebates, and which they duly did. Cedar Park must pay the 8 million rand, otherwise the water will remain cut off at the Stanton Caltrain station.
1: Yes, th- that having, been s- having said all of this, I'm still asking, you're not answering the political question what is the way forward so you you can come up with all the scenarios and we still back at okay we are here this company will be liquidated there'll be no water what does it mean for the residents and what does it mean for you how are you managing this going forward
0: so ideally what the city wants to see is the payment of the eight million rand being made however we must be realistic and looking at the status cedar park it doesn't look like they're going to be able to mm-hmm. do that Therefore, we are also bringing court applications and we literally have two weeks to look at what are our avenues to possibly reverse that sale of the land. So our focus now has to turn on how do we ensure that this land does not fall away due to some liquidation proceedings of Cedar Park. We can see the city did not get value for money. We can see that this looked like an improper sale of land within the city of Joburg. Our job now is to look at how can we go about reversing the sale to ensure that the rights of the city and its residents are protected
1: i'm still not getting the political question answered but that's fine it's only taverna uh Tirisan is a spokesperson for the mayor of the city of johannesburg as we sit yes the how train station in santon without water it's a massive battle and i think it's very important for all of us to keep an eye on this one 1 let's get the very latest and headlines with utzila Saku.